The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. The Real Pod is brought to you by our good friends at Nando's. They've got restaurants across Aotearoa, and if you order through the Nando's app, you can collect Perry Perks points to redeem for delicious rewards. Hit nandos.co.nz to learn more and start earning. There's a um. Oh what? What? Oh, are you leaving a gap for a for a song? <laughs> oh, I thought you wanted me to fill it with <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> We'll get there. My bad. I'm alternating three liquids right now. I don't know oh, what yeah, I'm doing. Them. Red Bull number one, green tea number two, water three. Yeah, old water. water. Well, so it's in this big heavy bottle. I've got to open yeah, it's it. It's probably the wrong temp as well. <laughs> you got but your tea bag. This is room. This is fridge. Temp. This is hot. So it's this is actually a science. Wow. Pod. <laughs> this is a fifth form science project right exciting, there. Exciting for your guts. <laughs> Welcome along to The Real Pod. ASMR. <laughs> we're trying things a little differently this week. No, we're not. <laughs> Just we are a little bit. Have you done something with your hair? It looks I did. Um, I feel like you're going to the Oscars. Too. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I am work from home and <laughs> I had a little more time to do my hair this morning. So that's what I did. Looks very glamorous. Thank you it for noticing. Very married at first sight. Thank you. Yes, it does. It looks like we're at the dinner party. Speaking of which, actually, first of all, let's get the furniture out of the way. Okay, let's move the furniture. <laughs> this is your real life in New Zealand podcast. It's your sort of um, light-hearted side of real life in New Zealand. Mm. Let's not talk about the big O. Okay, and uh, <laughs> actually, are you talking about Olson Filipina? No. He died last week. He did die. That's really sad. Oh. It's a rugby league legend. That's. R.I.P. That's a sad way to start the podcast. I know. Oh, thoughts to his friends and whanau. Um, Back back to our silly pod. Uh, My name's Jane Yee, joined by Duncan Grieve and Alex Casey, CI here on the tools. And uh, we are coming to you from the New Look (laughs) spinoff. What? what? Well, you know, we did we did our we did our uh, our refresh, our 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 site refresh in, in November, uh, and now we are oh, screaming yes. that from the We're billboard the, side. So public. We don't want to be a, a, a dirty little secret anymore. <laughs> we um, are very public eggs. Yeah, if you will. That's right. Um, yeah, it's quite, it's quite, it's quite crazy. It feels like a moment um, to be to be doing like a, a brand campaign, like a proper with billboards and posters, like a proper grown up mm. organization. But hopefully not too too much so, so that we look indistinguishable from them. The thing I want to make clear 
<laughs> is that uh, no member funds were harmed in the making of this campaign uh, and almost all of it, like 93% of it, was uh, involves Contra with our mates in the media. So... It's it's loud, but it's not costly for us, and we're just we're just uh, we're just trying to get some more people into mm. the whole enterprise, and ultimately into the corner and into politicorns mm. <laughs> and into horny corners. Horny, 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 horny corners is in need. Um, I actually have to apologise. I think it was last week. I said there were three members. There are actually four. So that's good. It's even numbers. It's, it's even numbers. I mean, go for it. I say it's two weddings. <laughs> You know. There's more options than you get it married at first sight. Okay, it's true. so you're actually very lucky. Consider yourself lucky. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Real Pod Corner. Also, forward slash Horny Corny. I'm I'm not sure of the the specific URL for Horny Cornies. I haven't dipped my toe in there yet. And uh, you can also find us on Instagram at the Spinoff Podcast Network. Right. Hey, what did everyone have for their Valentine's dinners? Uh, I had mince and a baguette. What do you have, Alex? I had a pipe and hot bag of Nando's. Oh, lucky. Delicious. Nothing says I love you like a bag of Nandy. Like a cheesy bread, one PP. I'm not halfing it with my beloved. No. It's Valentine's Day, it's one PP. Yeah. What do you mean one PP? One per person. One whole whole cheesy per person. What? Yes. Yeah. Wow. And look, if you're not doing one PP? No. What? I do like a regular. Between two? No, no. Otherwise, straight to sleep. No, yeah, no, no, but the, the alternative, though, is like if you feel like eating it all, you eat it all. You just throw throw everything into the ring. Is that a, is that a saying? If, you, if you're if you full, pop some in the fridge. It is delicious next day cold. It is cold. delicious. <laughs> it is delicious heated in the micro. It's great. Just bring it. Let it come to room temperature, if you will. Any way you want to have it, you can have it. But you should have it on a whole one. That's a great advertisement for Nando's. <laughs> uh, speaking of maths, as we mentioned, uh, we do have a maths pop out podcast. It's called the Real Recap. We are recapping Married at First Sight Australia in all its glory. That will be dropping. What did I have to carry the two uh, Wednesday? Pop out. Pop up. Did I say pop out? No, pop out. Pop out. <laughs> Sounds like a it wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> Jenna Jackson. Sorry. Sorry. No, that's okay. I'll tell you what, that's an example of an egg corn. I found out what an egg corn was this week. Do you know about egg corns? Yeah. I found oh, out about okay. them Duncan because I used right. to write them all the time. Why have we not brought up this word on the podcast before? It's it's a failure on my part. Yeah. And I'm sorry. And Alex's really. Well, yeah, but to a lesser extent. And probably mine for I just being a dummy and not mm, knowing about didn't it. Didn't want to say it, but so <laughs> someone posted about this in the corner because, of course, it's a happy marriage between. We we need to give some context. Alex Casey, uh, not a fan of a public egg, which is something no. we've discussed a number of times mm-hmm. on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Just just as an aside, how many private eggs do you do? Ah, uh, ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a few. But I will say, Joe made an egg. This, mm, this is a separate podcast. <laughs> Joe made an egg salad sandwich and I made him eat it facing the wall, <laughs> <laughs> like at the end of the Blue Witch Project, <laughs> when they can't turn around because the witch will kill them, um, just the other day. <laughs> wow. wow. Even... Egg salad is the top of my nightmare. Really? Because I think that's that a is lovely my nightmare. one. You must have hated maths this week, but that, that well, actually yes. is another podcast. <laughs> Um, so an egg corn is a, a word or phrase that results from mishearing or misinterpretation of another. So when I said pop out, there's an egg corn. Tell you what else is an oh. egg corn, our unofficial uh, slogan. Today's news is tomorrow's newspaper. 
Oh, so it's just saying something ro- a bit wrong. No, I think that's it's getting a, it's getting a saying wrong. No, but I think it's more than that. It's like where you you get the saying wrong, but it but it also it still, still works. makes sense. Yeah, it almost, or or sometimes it can even be an improvement on the original or mm. like a modernizing of it. Well, that's the well, is it today? No, it's yesterday's news. Yesterday's, isn't it? yesterday's news, news is tomorrow's, tomorrow's newspaper. newspaper. I think is a fantastic improvement on what I can, I can't even remember what the original is anymore. <laughs> Today's news is tomorrow's fish and chip paper. Today's news is tomorrow's newspaper. It's better, not yesterday's news, because there's the newspaper yeah, but, does come out every day. Yeah, but, but I don't want to fact check you on on how newspapers. I'm, I'm just talking about what was said. I, anyway, let's move on. There's, there's bound to be more acorns uh, throughout throughout life. I always rain is the one that I always get wrong. Like rain it in and rain of terror. Mm. To me, the same rain, but right. they're not. And I only knew that. That was when I found out that I had been using. Is that right? Yeah, I think that <laughs> is was that right. wrong? I mean, rain of terror has a G in it, yes. and rain it yeah. in is more like a reindeer. Well, take the rains, and I think I used rain as rain of terror, and it kind of worked. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, another little literature. Part. Another little nice. Oh, we should do the real news thing first. All right, carry on. Lovely little nugget of news would have been what what happened at the end of the six o'clock news in the old days when they always used to have a, a nice fuzzy. Do they still do that? No, I think they just do that handover to um oh, to the right. seven pm shows, yeah. try and stop you tuning out. Back you- fourth score and ten ago, they used to do like a little nice fluffy story at the Odd end stuff. of the news. And here's a good news story straight from the corner. Uh, so we have a Crafty Corns as one of our many subgroups, and in there there is one corny who is just prolific at producing the nicest, like she just makes bloomers and dresses bloomers. and pajamas. <laughs> yes, bloomers. They, they are delightful. Okay. Delightful. Anyway, that's Kelsey. She is sewing up a storm. Um, another corny, Brenda. Uh, Brenda had an old banana called... Um, no, she doesn't have a name. Kelsey's got an old banana. Banana's a good enough name oh. on its own. Yeah, yeah, but Beryl's pretty good too. See. And uh, See. and and <laughs> Brenda happened to have an old banana case in Great Nick, so she boxed it up and sent it to Kelsey Noamaru, uh, so that she could have a lovely case for Beryl the banana. Wow! How, how nice is that? That's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Also, if we don't have real pod bloomers by the end of this year, <laughs> heads will roll. Oh, this is Kelsey. We will have them by the end of this week. She Big is old honestly pants, right? But, uh, underwear <laughs> for where you want to have, be where you're super modest. No, it's yeah. under, and under, you want a lot of room just in case. <laughs> no, but I mean the modern version is like underwear on the outside. Huh? Oh. Oh no, that sounds what? wrong. It's not like superhero underwear. Let me show you a photo. I'm imagining this... pantaloons. Bloomers. Oh. Like little but shorts. But those are underwear. I, I don't know. In, in the old money. Kelsey, are you wearing them as underwear or outerwear? I feel like they're outwear. They, they look great. They're like shorts with a little me. frill on them. They're cute. I think Duncan needs a pair of these bloomers. Just saying, Kelsey. <laughs> okay. Back to the rest of the real news. Um, okay. A Russian man has given the power of sight to an expensive painting and people are fuming. This was a beautiful story. Love it. And I hate the, the sort of criminal element of it because I just feel like this guy's a hero. It should be worth 
ten times as much now with Which, the eyes. Yeah, because now it's famous. Like, no one heard of this <laughs> yeah. stupid painting before now. <laughs> okay, a Russian security guard was arrested after he got bored on his first day at work and decided to draw eyes on a painting of three blank faces worth $1.5 million. The guard was 60 years old, which is definitely old enough to know better. He faces three months in googly-eyed jail if found guilty. The security guard drew the eyes with a Yeltsin-centred branded pen. His motives are still unknown, but the administration believes it was some kind of lapse insanity. <laughs> <laughs> lapse insanity was a great phrase. I yeah. think they're spending like twenty thousand pounds or euro or something to to get it restored, you and it will it be off. fine and won't affect the integrity of the artwork. Apparently, but um, is this not exactly what happens in Mr. Bean: The Ultimate Disaster <laughs> Movie? <laughs> was the security guard actually Ron Atkinson? <laughs> Such good knowledge of Mr. Bean, the ultimate disaster movie as well. It's a hell of a film. It is a really ballsy thing to do on your first day yeah, in the job. Yeah, it's a really more of a sort of three months in once you sort of know the vibe. It's, yeah. also, it's also the exact opposite of your job description, like protect the artwork. <laughs> and the fact he did it with pen, again, mm. very, very ballsy. Um, and also when you think about it, he got bored on his first day, drew the eyes on. So there were three figures and then he's just drawn, they're just like very, they're quite subtle. In fact, if you didn't know they weren't part of the original artwork. You, you might, you might. You might just think, great, beautiful art. Mm. Um, <laughs> great, beautiful art. And, and he chose great. just. <laughs> Jane of the Art Gallery. Great. <laughs> it is so accurate. <laughs> beautiful art. Also me at uh, Matilda's house. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, okay, so he drew eyes on the outer two figures. And, I, yeah, as I say, I think it looks perfect, chef's kiss, honestly. <laughs> but he it couldn't have taken him long to do, the maximum yeah. of, what, 20 seconds. Is it, so was that alleviated his boredom for the rest of the day? Probably not. Well, you know? no, but now he Probably looks at it quite exciting goes... to go to jail, <laughs> ultimately. <laughs> I think an Russian underrated jail, part. I don't know. Underrated part as well. Little tiny mouths. Oh, did he do mouths as well? I believe he's done tiny, uh, very look, faint. Yeah, see, so subtle. I think a man understands art. That's that's my conclusion, and he should be uh, he should be given three months paid leave, not not jail time. I'm wondering, you know, I don't know if his identity's been released. Like, could this be Banksy? Oh. Uh. <laughs> Could this be Banksy? Yeah. You've but got to ask true yourself that of most all of the time. You know? <laughs> Could this be Flappy show. <laughs> Could they? <laughs> oh, no. We know. I know. How, oh, yeah. Anyway, again, that's another podcast. Listen in to Married at First Sight. We do a lot of teasers for the Married at First Sight podcast. It's a good podcast. It is. It's a great podcast. And you should tell everyone you know watching it. It's, it's I would say, the best podcast that recaps Married at First Sight in the inner west of Auckland. Yes, <laughs> exactly right. Okay. Uh, a UK zoo hired Marvin Gaye, a Marvin Gaye impersonator to serenade the monkey so they'll get it on. A West Midlands zoo used Marvin Gaye impersonators to sing in the monkey enclosure as a wacky way of encouraging its endangered monkeys to get it on in the mating season. Um, Is I, it okay if I don't like this? Yeah. Why don't you like it? Because I'm just kind of like it feels like people are just sort of sitting around going, oh, what will get... Get me some internet coverage, like like Trevor Mallard. You know when he's like going right. on Twitter to get suggestions about how to annoy the protesters. I'm just like, you know, just uh, like I'm just a bit bored of, of stuff that feels like it's transparently 
get our institution on the map. It's like, wow, yeah, Duncan, bloody zoos trying to get publicity, get people how, to go and look how, at the animals, try to save the animals. But I, but I mean, they're not really trying to. Oh, sorry, I'm being. Great. I just think it's being a great, 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 great PR stunt. IMO. Yeah, Have okay. you seen the photo of the Marvel Gate impersonator <laughs> crooning away and all the monkeys is it, just is it Gary Brown? furious <laughs> sitting around, like real pissed off? I do think there is room for a Gary Brown situation at Auckland Zoo, you yeah. know? Gary Brown singing, what did he sing at our Christmas party? A lot of different songs. A lot of different this is the Austin, songs. Auckland's premier Austin Powers impersonator. Yeah, I think also only. Who Duncan hired as a surprise act. For our Christmas party in 2016. Um, he it could was... sing to the Galapagos Turtle. Yeah. Perhaps. Sorry, I got distracted by some of the clickbait at the bottom of the Daily Mail story. It's a hell of a story. It's just an amazing website, the Daily Mail. The, the volume of <laughs> material. <laughs> it's quite something. Anyway, don't go there. Listen to this podcast instead because it's basically sourced all from there. Imagine if Barry, if, imagine if that worked, that Marvin, the Marvin Gaye impersonation impersonator managed to, to get some monkeys to get it on. Imagine if Barry Manilow had that effect on people. And the protesters mm-hmm. were just swelling in getting number. Getting it on, getting, getting yeah. like rabbits. Just making statements. Um, okay. Maybe those hornbag monkeys need to go on these new dating reality shows. Heartbreak Island filming is underway with an international cast. What does that mean? That's interesting, isn't it? Does that mean like one Australian? Yeah, that, that's my fear. Yeah. Harry Jowsey, back again. Oh, gosh. Well, he's a big star I think now. he's too famous for it. Yeah. Um, while TVNZ's new show, The X Best Thing, great name, is currently filming in Queenstown and follows ex-couples as they try and find each other a new partner. I came up with this as a podcast idea, by the way, and somehow it got to the television people. Did you accidentally you say it out loud? On the, on and you forgot uh, to say copyright the spin-off? Yeah, I might have done that. Jay? Oh, sorry. I know. I'm new here. Hey, is this the one that Siobhan Rokiri is? No, okay, that's, so a, a that's some one. sort of island one. So there's two TVNZ reality shows this year. Dating shows, you mean? Dating shows. Dating shows. Yes, yes. Oh, I thought the X-Best thing was that one. No, no, because it's on the, 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 the uh, no, because they advertise them completely separately. The X-Best thing was advertised. Wow. They did their, their casting quite a while ago and then the... I don't – the Siobhan Rukiri one is it an island that, that, dating yeah, show. Yeah, that seems like a sort of a let's get 80% of, of Love Island type yeah. situation, yeah. which I'm excited about. The express thing as a concept sounds bad. I mean, I'm excited. No, I don't reckon. I think it sounds great. I think I think as long as it's um, – as, as both parties are completely chill and happy and best mates. It's just like, you know, like you help, you're screening – you know, and and you could go in and be like, "Hey, just warning you, very very bad at hanging towels up." You know, mm. you can you can. Uh, how, how are you with hanging towels up? Does it bother you if someone leaves the towel on the floor all the time? Cause, so just just, just <laughs> straight away go through and really like the the most kind of yeah. mundane but infuriating elements. They'll, they'll never get together with anyone. You yeah. sort of will reveal all of your bad stuff. And see now, does it sound like a good show? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Spy has reported details of some of TVNZ's new reality shows aside from those. There's Snacking Masters, which is a cooking challenge show hosted by Tom Sainsbury and Kim Crossman. And and Starlet Kim Crossman. And Starlet. Starlet. Kim Crossman. I don't often see that anymore. What about Pocket Rocket? Songstress. Pocket Rocket's a good one. (laughs) Uh, And 60 Seconds, a talent show where contestants have one minute to impress three talent scouts who are Clint Roberts, 
Pax Asadi, Laura Daniels, Antigone, you're with. That's four. That's four, isn't it's it? definitely four. Sorry. Clint is the host. Pax, Laura, Antigone are the judges. Uh, when is a host not Clint of any kind? That's my question. Roberts? Randall. Randall. <laughs> Clint R, even. And more. <laughs> uh, there's um, Clint Brown. Oh, yeah. Remember him? Yep. Did he do the sports? Sports on three. Um, okay, also TVNZ are taking applications for the Doghouse, <laughs> oh, New Zealand version of the uh, of TV's most heartwarming show. Uh, you know about the Doghouse? No, I, I read I read the materials, but it's matching I... matching dogs with humans. It's lovely. Oh, so it's like um, married at first dog sight. Yeah, but they get to say no. They dog, get to look at the dog at and go, sight. "Ugh, too many tattoos. No thanks." <laughs> you know. <laughs> what are your aspirations? <laughs> Okay, two Auckland bakers. Um, sorry, more egg news, Alex. What? Block your ears. Well, hold on. I have one more thing to say <laughs> about 60 seconds. Sorry. What would you do if you were invited on stage? You had 60 seconds to impress a, st- a stunning lineup of three yeah. or four judges. What would I do? I'll tell you what I wouldn't do, and this is a real deep cut. I wouldn't juggle because I never learned how. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but I would. Uh, the only thing that I feel like I can do that is remotely impressive and it takes maybe five or ten seconds is turn my eyelids inside out. Ooh, <laughs> oh, I love that. Can you do it right now? Yeah. Oh, I've got mascara on, but I'll do it anyway. Mascara. <laughs> I thought I haven't done it for a long time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Why That's did you disgusting. want that? You're going through to the next round. <laughs> See you in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Does it not hurt? No. Can I take a photo? Of oh it? my oh, god! Should, no, no, not okay. right now. That's shocking. I can't do anything like that. I, oh wait, hold on. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Wavy tongue. Wavy tongue. Clover tongue. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> what about you, Doug? What have you got? No, none of that. Nothing. No, 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 no. Do you do tall tongue, whale tongue? I feel like I, no, I learned no, that no. from like from Luke Turville. <laughs> whale tongue. <laughs> this is such good <laughs> podcast content. I was going to say tongue stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a new series. Copyright this one off 2021. Two, 2022. Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got to get the date right, otherwise it doesn't hold up in court, Jane. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, so what, would, so what would you do, Alex? Well, that. That, okay. Yeah. Clover tongue. What about you, Duncan? Nothing at all. But I'll just do some podcasting. I don't think I'd make it through. <laughs> Monopod. <laughs> Monopod, okay. You and, you and the big choice between you and Bernard. <laughs> Duncan Grieve and Bernard. Bernard's so good. So going head to head. Yeah, you're <laughs> fucked basically. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, back to back to the eggs. Two Auckland bakers have cracked an egg with not one, not two, but three yolks. <laughs> I lost my voice. I was so excited. <clears throat> wow. Um, triple yoker. <laughs> yeah, I had a double. I had two double yokers in a row recently, and I thought that was pretty pretty cool. But this is just blows me away. Mina Park and her mother Janet were making Korean fritters for a memorial ceremony when they cracked an egg. Not one, not two, but three yolks plopped out of the single egg. They did some egg investigation. That's not no. easy to say. Investigation. I just don't, I don't think that works. Well, you need to talk to Tara about that. She wrote it. So. Okay, I take that back. <laughs> and discovered the odds of finding a triple yolker is one in 25 million. It sounds like a lot, but due to the number of eggs in New Zealand, apparently 40 of us will find a triple yoker this year. So that almost seems like it should be a non, not a news story because that's basically so like, one every 10 days. Yeah, that's like, does that mean that 
if the egg was fertilized, it would have three identical identical chicks. Chick chicklets. What is an egg? <laughs> I don't think we should find out what an egg is. No. I don't want to know. For those of us who enjoy a public or private egg, uh, it's best best not to ask questions. You can have three chicks inside one of those. I reckon you can. I mean, they, they, they have like very small, nine, they? nine chicks inside like a lady. Does an egg grow, Remember? does an eggshell grow, it doesn't with the size of the, it's like it's. Well, but there are different size eggs. Yeah. Again, they can. Science corner. Two chicks can hatch from the same egg. Wow. If the egg has two yolks. I think three, they'd be really pushing for space. I think you'd come out with three little runts that Yeah, you'd might, be fed might, up. Well, they got fed up with the triple yogi egg for their <laughs> lovely fritters, didn't they? Um, for a memorial ceremony, I feel like that's a sign, right? Yeah. That's some sort of sign from beyond. Okay. Uh, the Neighbours theme tune has hit number one in the UK after the announcement the long-running soap may be cancelled. Um, absolute bang of a tune. Are you sort of home and away or Neighbours peeps? Uh, home and away, but growing up in the United Kingdom as I did, uh, Neighbours was – I was shocked when I saw that story because it was, it was always sort of like knowing that, that Neighbours was like one of the most popular shows over there. And like, so I was like, how can it, if Sean Street can survive in New Zealand with basically just our home market sustaining it, how can the U combined populations of the UK and, and Australia not make that happen? I, I personally think as good as the Neighbours theme is, the Home and Away theme is better. The, the, my favourite fact about Neighbours is that during the peak of the Neighbours Home and Away uh, sort of ascension in, in the UK popular imagination, because basically you're watching a show where it's always sunny and lovely and, and everyone's tan and attractive and you're just living in some grey town, it's always raining and dark. And, and so it was obvious like why they were so excited about it. But this town where my all my cousins lived, Milton Keynes, was like a new town built in the uh, aftermath of World War II, so it kind of didn't have a a kind of cultural centre of its own. Apparently there were like generations of kids grew up with Australian accents because they just watched heaps of Australian wow. songs. Loved it. That was the fold with a little bit of a history podcast thrown in, which is quite nice. <laughs> yeah, sorry about story. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's copyright still... there. Between two and two, make sure you get the date right. <laughs> okay, I mean, I think the neighbours song is. I think it's great. It kind of plods along. It's very Australian. Neighbours. Everybody. Oh yeah. Home and away shirts on there, yeah. right? Yeah, but I like so I, emotional. I like yeah. I like the simplicity of the neighbors theme tune. I listened. I watched neighbors as a young thing, and I did. I crossed over to home and away. I think there was a, a transition period of like trying to double up on both of them, and it got too hard. No. So I, I home and away was like hot for a minute. Yeah, there, yeah. When Rick was on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, the thing I love most about uh, neighbors two things one. Mrs. Mangle, what a great name. She's yeah. a great, <laughs> great name. name. Uh, and she absolutely looked like a Mrs. Mangle. <laughs> Whatever you're imagining is in your head is exactly what she looked like. Um, and also there was Plain Jane. Do you remember Plain Jane got a, gl a glow up? There was Plain Jane who got a makeover and became less Plain Jane and just gave hope to all Janes the world over. So that's a, that's a personal Aww, thing for me. Hey, that's a bit of a monopod from you, Jane. Thank you. What's your one, Alex? I've got nothing. I don't really care for either. <laughs> I'm just Googling the cantankerous Mrs. Mangle. <laughs> That's what it says on her Wikipedia page. Yeah, I mean, that is very much her vibe. She, she, was she like the elf of um, Neighbours? I think even less likeable, though. Oh, elf is fucking likeable. <laughs> no, but I mean in terms of like, yeah, exactly. He's likeable. She really wasn't. Right. Yeah. Mangle by name. And by nature, etc. We're going to have a break. When we return, we will tell you what's been going on in our week, as if you might be interested. <laughs>
This is Patrick from Mama speaking. How may I help? The spin-off presents Takeout Kids, a local documentary series that goes behind the counter to meet four young people growing up in their parents' restaurants and takeaway shops. Get a glimpse into the everyday lives of our takeout kids. Watch the full series today at thespinoff.co.nz slash videos. I am a chef, you know. Not like you're the only one. Hi, I'm Brian Crump, host of Sci-Fi Sci-Fact, a new RNZ podcast in which we take some of science fiction's strangest ideas and explore if they could really happen. With the help of scientists from New Zealand's McDiamond Institute, we'll look at all your favourite science fiction characters, from Wolverine to Rumpelstiltskin, Doctor Who to Luke Skywalker. You can find Sci-Fi Sci-Fact on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, basically anywhere you get your podcasts from. Okay, Duncan, what's been going on? Okay, this is real embarrassing. So um, at, at my gym, um, there's this, I do like classes, right? And there's this um, Irish lady, Jo, who I like love and is just huge energy, huge vibe. Um, I think she's like an ultra runner. She's just like awesome, awesome. Don't tell me she listens to the podcast. No, no, no. <gasps> there are oh, a couple of um, people who have crept up to me saying, I'm a corny, which is Buzzy as hell. Um, but so Joe's jo got this really strong uh, Irish accent, and um, and I and I, and I talk to her like m- multiple times a week. Have done for probably a couple of years now, and um, I just realised like last week that I reply to her in an Irish accent. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we need to hear it. Hi, Duncan. How's your day going? Well, she, she's like, hello, Duncan. <laughs> and I'll be like, hello, Joe. No! Do you say it's a joke? No. No, I don't, I don't know how it started, but I, it just had literally become so... Because I love an Irish accent, mm. like I'm only human. And I'm ultimately, I'm Irish on both sides if you head back a couple of generations. But I don't know how it started, and she's never said anything but I've definitely been doing it. Okay. And, uh, and so I, now and I have to... you have to maintain it. If you drop it, then she'll see that you've been, you know. She'll think you've been taking <laughs> no, the but, piss for but years. But she knows I don't, like when I talk to other people, I don't have an Irish right. accent. Uh, and I think, I think it's you need just, to start. But it's like, now I'm like, does she think I've been making fun of me? Because like, like, we get on, like, we get on real well. Mm. When, when did you notice that this had been happening? Um, just like maybe last week, last week. I'm like, I can show crying. Last Tuesday, and it was like, and I, I almost just like walked out immediately. It was like, you know, when your whole body just like sort of goes into shutdown at the cringe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I can just see you walking into the gym and being like, I'm going to throw up. Oh, it's so embarrassing. You have to lean in. To, you've got to go in and be like, top of the morning to you. Yeah. Like, do good, go in. I'll take some potatoes with you. Not, I think it's not okay to, like, make... I mean, I'm not making fun of her accent, but it, I am doing her... Um, I can't help you with this. I've never done this. There's, like, quite a few Irish people at this point, and they've all got wonderful accents. Are there? Or are they all just talking to Joe and adopting <laughs> accents? <laughs> Maybe this is contagion. Maybe you Joe thinks you're great. Irish. She's <laughs> actually not... True. Irish, and she thinks she's adopting <laughs> she's your weird. She's much more weird. convincing than, than, than mine. 
<laughs> anyway. Okay, as the developer, sweating, please keep just us about it. Duncan has physically retched twice whilst telling this anecdote. <laughs> if part, um, my palms are sweating <laughs> on your palms. Oh, God. <laughs> the horror. Alex, anything to report from the week I gone by? I had a horror by. I did a bad Yay! thing. What have you done? <laughs> I did a bad thing at a restaurant. <laughs> Tell us more. Well, it was just a very humiliating um, pay situation where I had had dinner with two other people and we were, you know, splitting it all. And first of all, I got up and went to the bar to try and pay and they're like, sit back down, we're bringing around the machine. So I was already on the back foot. I had already made the first snafu, sat down and then the guy brought the FPOS machine over. And you know how at like some nicer restaurants, it's like, do you want to add a tip? Mm. Mm. And it's like, yes or no. <gasps> I thought it was a touch screen. So, <laughs> so, so I started pressing no, no, no. Definitely on not. The screen for, I would say, a solid two minutes. And then I started to think that maybe it was like my stovetop where you have to put your whole, your whole fingerprint Finger on the ID. Screen. And it was just dead silent, me pressing no. And then the guy was like, um, you have to press the, the button with the cross on it if you want no. I was like... Sorry, no. <laughs> and then I kind of blacked out, didn't know what to say. It was so awkward. So I just kind of barked, learn from my mistakes <laughs> to the table. <laughs> Felt so sorry for the guy. Should have just, it's hard. I don't know about tipping culture. Just tip him. Tip it once, once he's spoken out loud, if you want to press no, then you have to press yes. But I had been pressing it for so long. It was so obvious that I was pressing no. Yeah, but at that point, I think the only way to redeem yourself <laughs> is to press yes. Do you tap at restaurants? Sometimes. I, I do every time now because I'm just, I'm always worried about the um, the, the businesses like at, at the moment. But, Selfish, um, Alex. You no, are the reason but, the hospitality is going under. You know, it's also like... Uh, I, I like we don't have a tipping culture, and I don't even know if I don't, I don't know when I started or, or why. I just, um, you know, very very sentimental person. <laughs> I started tipping. I tip on occasion, so I started tipping when they started having it on a machine and they're standing in front of you watching. That's when I started. I will assess the situation mm. if the maitre d is busy and not looking at me. <laughs> I will not tip. If they are glaring at me. So it's social pressure driving it for yeah. you. This is Absolutely. the person with the machine. Yeah. Have I done a bad thing? Am I going no, to cancel I know. It's, not? it's fine because, like, you know, in, in the US where or a place where there's tipping, tipping culture, there's to be very low wages and the tips are literally how they get paid. And mm. so it's a, it's a very strong expectation. I think in New Zealand there's a, we have a relatively high minimum wage, one of the highest in the world. So it's not a must. But if you have a good um, experience and, and you can afford to, Mm. Um, which I've been lucky enough to do in the last like two, three years. I've, I've just done some little tips. You're, you're, you're fine, You're fine, Alex. Alex. No, here's what I'm going to do. I'm never going out again. No, yeah. that's it. That's exactly <laughs> it. But, but that, I'm going uh, underground, yeah. and that's me. Can like, I ask, did your, did your friends tip? No. Imagine, though, if they had. But I think, it's, I think it should be something. Basically, I think it should be like, how you know, if you're like a, a, a baby boomer and life's been good to you, or you know, then... Tip hard, you know. You're yeah. just doing some intergenerational wealth transfer. Yeah. For people who, who are younger in their 20s, 30s, you know, like that's – I just think that should be the socially acceptable tip sorting mechanism as each according to their means. And that is when the facts change. We do have an episode <laughs> on intergenerational wealth transfer. Uh, and just look it up uh, on your, your favourite podcast provider. Try to do all the podcasts, okay? 
<laughs> I have a PSA for my uh, for my little chat this week. I uh, I think I've spoken about the fact that my parents are moving house. I've been in charge of cleaning out dad's bathroom and um, it's been like a two-day process total. And uh, the first day I cleared everything out, did a pass on the shower. I was like, these watermarks are horrible. Came back uh, on the weekend armed with all my various types of barkeeper's friend, right? The powder, the liquid, the spray foam, the whole lot, plus some scrub daddies. If you know, well, <laughs> if you know your cleaning products, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I My did. My friend and the, the scrub daddy sound like <laughs> adult movies. It's a cleaning product, and the scrub daddy is like a like a great sponge, <laughs> scourer type thing. Anyway, I did full passes on that bloody shower with the barkeepers, and the the watermarks did not move. What? Yeah. They did not move. So I'm telling you now, squeegee every goddamn day. Squeegee. Squeegee in time saves nine. Increases, increases the, the, the price, sale, sale price of your house ultimately, I'm sure. So um, <laughs> what about, um, I was just about to say shower witch. Well, I didn't try the shower witch. Does shower witch, is that good on the old? Well, that, that's well the, the witch seems to do a good it. job. Yeah, Roger. In the ad, yeah. she just... Breezes past the shower and it looks <laughs> <laughs> But again, be your own shower witch, you know? Yeah. Take, I mean, a, a preventative measure is always better than a, what's the, what's the other? The, a stitch in time. A, a stitch a in, ti- in time. <laughs> a witch in time. Oh, wow. Wow, that is I great. wonder if we should try and get some of that Rod Jendon, because he basically does infomercials on the radio. Maybe he needs to get onto a new medium. Rod Jendon, if you're listening, I know you're listening. Uh, you know, we're keen to advertise the uh, Wit and Forget family of mm. uh, liquid products. We High can, margin. We can write your copy for you. Okay. Um, and no, because so- he comes in and does the, the oh. you know, and we chat to him. Oh. oh Rod, you know, because he used to call in live to speak to like Mike Hosking or whoever. I just kind of want, I want to get in on that action. Oh, <laughs> still Remember Murray Deakey used to talk about um, well, Alpa's like, <laughs> bar, just, bar and grill on Alpa's Ave in Newmarket? You've was, just yeah. listened to a lot more talk radio <laughs> Sorry, than we have. Stop this. <laughs> I have, I have. Um, okay, so the other thing I want to say is that remember how I told you guys that I, it was my birthday and the board and the school board Zoom, no one acknowledged it, and it was that. And now I got a message just last night from a board member saying, "Just listen to your <gasps> podcast." No, Jane. a different one. Well, it all ties in to that. That whole story came also out of the fact that I picked up a bike on the the, mm. the Auckland free cycling page from someone who was a corny who worked at a, a, a major media place who also was a mum at the school. And so she listened to it and she's friends with this uh, other board member. So she told her about it and now, like, the sweater is unravelling and I am naked beneath. <laughs> <laughs> it's an absolute horror show that anyone listens to this podcast. <laughs> it really is. Well, but... you, you, yeah, you just, you, you don't, every time you meet someone, it's great, but you sort of feel like it shouldn't happen. No, there should be a, a different. My, yeah. um, my, my, my reply to her was, OMG, I'm dying. I promise I'm a good board member. <laughs> and then I, then I deleted I Facebook. Promise. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so weird. <laughs> I just feel like if you listen to this, you'd be like, "That is not someone we want in charge of uh, of the school, <laughs> governing the school." I mean, you show well, all up their secret business. Most you know? weeks, I do. Yeah, I do. I show up. I'm, I'm 
Yes, I attend the meetings. I come in with ideas. I'm going to help with the this opening of the school pool. You're a grand board member. <laughs> oh my God, Joe oh is a living in And on that note, that's a podcast. <laughs> And we are going, don't forget to listen to the real recap of Married at First Sight. Australia Week 2 has been a doozy. And well, watch the show. Watch the show. Watch the show. It's so cosy in these calamitous times to have like this big block of time watching this just beautifully made reality television program. And then you get to listen to us have a chat about it. Fantastic. What more could you want? Okay, thank you very much for listening. Thank you, T.I. here for recording. Thank you very much to Tara Ward. Thank you to our lovely sponsor, Nando's, and we will uh, we'll see you guys. We won't see you at all, but you'll hear us uh, with the Mass Pod tomorrow. Goodbye. Kia ora e te iwi. Te Ahe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a spin-off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.